Welcome to this week's episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Listen to our hosts talk about your favorite movies. You never know what you're going to get. And discuss new films with our mystery guests from all over the world. Our guests speak freely about their experiences as directors. That's a wrap, everybody. Writers, producers, actors, or whatever contribution they have in the film industry. This is Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Well, welcome to Adult Beverage Film Podcast, and we've got our whole crew here again, and everyone's all stopped up, and you know the sinuses are kicking in, so this is going to be a fun one for everybody. Glad you said sinuses. Everyone's yeah. going to be like, oh, no, they're all constipated. <laughs> well, they know we are, just as coming out of our mouths instead. So we got Patrick Keenan, Yay. Laura Truman Garner. And Carl Squeaker Hamrick, and I'm Kent Smith. And hey. hey, we're here to talk about the big movie that we all love. Nobody. We well, kind of just told everybody we all love it. So next week. <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about We're trying to make these shorter now. So uh, this is done. 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 Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we now we don't know that because we no one's ta- we haven't talked. All of us talked about this, whether we like it or not. So you just said we all love it. Well, do you guys love it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. There's one always these... one. And it's always, it's always Carlisle. Carlisle. Know. One of these days Sweet when we like, have our pre-show meeting and decide who's going to be the one who hates it, I'm not going to be the one who dis- you know, gets that designation. Well, we usually don't decide <laughs> that someone's going to hate any movie. Hey, you just hate no. movies, Squeaker. Hey, don't, yeah. don't let them in on the backstage stuff, what we do, Patrick. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> do you like anything? What do you like? Let's make a list of things you do like. That he likes the sound of that. <laughs> That's what he likes, and um, well, let's get to it. I don't even like that. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what Kent's drink. I mean, what everyone's drinking. Yeah, so I'm I'm breaking out a little uh, Sephora today, a little premium beer. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'd just say Sephora. Yeah, it's a fine beer. Very yeah. fine. You know, I love the old premium cans are you going to try to say it's made in korea again yes oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just find a beer that's made in korea we'd probably be in good shape wouldn't we i mean you know that'd be great what's everybody else drinking i'm, I'm having some wine, wine. Oh, man. wow what kind of wine laura is it like out of a box is it from it's, yeah is it? it it came out of a, a bottle a glass bottle there was a cork in the bottle oh not, wow. not a screw top yeah. It's a uh, Mina Mesa. It's a totally Cab Sav. Like I didn't make it up. My my mom gave it to me. So oh, thanks, mom. Oh, thanks, yeah. mom. Is it good? Yeah, it is good. Nice. She didn't think so. <laughs> so she passed it on to you. <laughs> so you didn't get a full bottle of wine from mom. I got four bottles. She oh, accidentally damn. bought a case of them and has been trying to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, and, and Laura accidentally it, drank all all four bottles. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking? Squeaker? I have one left. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Patrick Keenan diet tonight. I'm drinking water. The water. I'm doing okay. the filtered water myself. Okay, so nice. Half of us. The most buzzed. adult beverage of all. Yeah. When's well, the last time Patrick had an alcoholic beverage on this show? I'm trying to think. I think we were still doing it in person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, I, so I, 1968. Look. When we, no we judgment. Wouldn't. I'm just. I was just asking exactly. Him. No judgment. And, right. And speaking of judgment, Staying hydrated. 
Let's talk about nobody. What was your thoughts on nobody? And then ask this. I mean, I know Patrick and I have seen this multiple, multiple times. Laura, have you seen this? Um, I've only seen it twice. I was going to try to sneak it in again today, but I didn't get a chance. Okay, so, okay. Um, but yes, I bought it. So I liked it a lot. Excellent. Excellent. Squeaker probably did not buy it. I'm guessing it, that. And has seen it half a time. I, I was a one and done. I, did, uh, I didn't watch did you, it. Right did you rent show, it? Though. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess so. It sounded like HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was too, but it wasn't there when I went to look for it. Yeah, oh, it was. It was leaving. I didn't yeah. know it left already. Okay. So, um, so what? Let's let's go right into the fact of what you didn't like about this, Squeaker. Well, I I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's I think it's a fun movie. Um, I my my complaints are probably just with the whole genre. Maybe I just it's just not not one I love. I think it was a little campy, a little corny, but the action I, aspect of it or well, the dialogue, the story. And I, the dialogue didn't kill me so much, other than some of the, some of the Russian stuff was a little, little yeah. off. Did, um, did you did you believe? Wait the a fact- minute, are you Russian? What do you mean? The Russian stuff was off? Are you like? Yeah, well, what did that do? <laughs> no, 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 not the that Russian. That guy is really Russian. Like that guy, really just Russian. that guy's whole character and what he acted like. He his whole like I didn't. Eh, I just wasn't into him. Fun, fun little um, bit of trivia. It's based on an actual person. Anyway. <laughs> you can't say that and then not say who it is. Who, who's the person? Yeah, who's the person? I don't speak Russian. You know, <laughs> Yuri Mlokoblok. We'll, we'll put a, it up on the website. You're a lickadick. <laughs> and um, Russia hates us. <laughs> I think yeah. you're not I, making I it any to, better. <laughs> I would love to hear what everyone loved about it. So, because I, I want to be turned here, I went into it with the best intentions. I wanted to love this movie. Um, so yeah, I, and I when did it know. go south for you? Yeah, when you, when you hit the play button, I think on the bus after. with all with all the Russians on the bus. <laughs> so when, when the actual right. action began, yeah. yeah. So but. you so you didn't care for the action part of it, or you didn't believe the fact that this old guy could kick somebody's ass. No, I mean that was all fine. I didn't. It just didn't seem like the story was. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. So. Not like the first part where he's at the house and they get attacked. I mean, it really had nothing to do with anything. That was just a, that was just a really a random occurrence. Then you get to the Russian, like what, what did that all have to do with each other? But see, I, I'm going to throw this in. I think that had a lot to do with it because I think that had to do with control. He held his control when he wanted to do his normal act of kicking these guys butts in this situation. And he noticed the gun was not loaded. So there was no bullets in the gun. So he used all this, you know, knowledge and stuff in it that he, you know, he could have gone and, you know, beat the fool out of him, right. Taking it. But he knew there was no, he also protected himself because he's basically in hiding and he's, gives this away, then he's got to deal with the situation. Yeah. And I will say, I think that whole thing that I was really interested at that point, I was like, okay, there's a reason why he did not do that. You know, we're going to find more out about this guy and what caused him to kind of hold back in that moment. But then like, once I figured out what it was, it was just like, Oh, okay. That. It wasn't a super complex story, but Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's like John wick for, 
Yeah. Old people. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It yeah. And it is. There's a lot of homages to to John Wick in it. Well, and, and the writer was some of the. Yeah, it's got some of the some of the same production people mm-hmm. from uh, the John Wick franchise in it. Uh, well, Derek it, Kolstad is uh, the writer, and he uh, right. he was actually the writer of like John Wick, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so it does. It has that same formula kind of feel to it. I watching it. The first time I watched it, I knew nothing about it. So I had no indication. A friend of mine said, oh, you should watch this. I think you'll like it. And so I I found it, watched it, and I was loved it. Absolutely loved it from the very beginning. And and it was right after watching it, I was like, I need to have this in my collection. This is a great film. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's some things about it. The more I've watched it, the less I like it. Um, it's not a movie. Really, I, I think. Yeah, because I, I think that it, the more I like it, the more. I yeah, I think it. that too. Like I, I was expecting to, because you said that to me earlier, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna go in a second time expecting it to be as good as the first time, and I enjoyed it just as much as the first time. So, <clears throat> right, and I did that the the second time, and I enjoyed it just as much the second time because I picked up a lot of things that. The third time is when I started to see it starting to drop because, mm. you know, a lot of it is the anticipation of it. It's something surprise, right? The whole factor of you're, you're watching a guy that you don't know anything about. And is he, who is he? Right. And then all of a sudden you find out he's this, you know, he was this badass back in the auditor. Day. Yeah. You know, basically it was, you know, a professional killer, um, you know, going in to remove things. So you find that out, which kind of, you know, then you know that part. So watching it the second and third time, you start to pick up on the things, but I, I still love it. I mean, I still, it's not that I don't, I just, each time I watch it, I get, a, I'm not as excited about it, I guess. And, um, and I, Bob Odenkirk is like, I just love him. Mm-hmm. Like anything yeah. he's in is just amazing to me. Well, I might, I might retract that statement after seeing lucky Hank, but uh, I love, I've only seen the first episode. I saw the I, first episode and I went, Oh, this isn't no, I love as it. well as his other stuff. I love it. And I, then my AMC shit the bed. So I, I can't watch the rest. Well, what I saw in the first episode, I thought it was the perfect setup for where this could go. Cause it could go any direction you know, the storyline and that's a whole nother podcast to talk about, but I, you know, it's his characters. He makes any character believable and, you know, you're, you're kind of want to watch more of it. And the same was with better, better call Saul. Right. You know, first I was like, eh, eh, you know, but the farther you got into it, the better his character got and the better, you know, but that was also great writing, but we're not here to right. talk about either one of those. We're here to talk no. about nobody. Are we here to talk about Mr. Show? Cause I could talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't, I've only seen a few skits from that, so we can't talk about oh, it. Oh, it's so uh, good. Okay. Well, you'll have to watch that and we'll talk about it later. Uh, my, my God. Isn't it? I, is it on I HBO do Max? love. It should be on HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the, just seeing how far he's come though. Like from those days, you know, basically just like the sketches and, being a funny guy to now being like this amazing dramatic actor. Um, yeah. It, it's a cool transition. This was definitely out of his comfort zone because he's primarily done comedy. You got to look at, uh, yeah, he started Saul out. Goodman comedy. is still comedy. It's just mm-hmm. really, really well-written uh, material. And I think he's the one who brought most of the comedy to the, mm-hmm. yeah, the role in breaking bad. Uh, yeah. And better call Saul. Uh, what I love about this movie is that it just, 
it doesn't stop. It starts with a montage of his life is simple, basic, boring, and then home invasion. Yeah. And then Russian war, pretty much. And it's just so much fun. And it's, you know, it's an hour and a half movie, but I always think it's longer because there's so, I feel like there's so much going on and there's really not. And each time I watch it now, it watching the fight scenes is like watching a ballet being done. Yeah. The choreography is wonderful. Bob Odenkirk did, I think, pretty much everything. He did all but like one thing, I think. And that they, yeah, you know, watching the behind the scenes on it, um, which scares me now because he had that. I don't know what it, since the, then. And I'm yeah. like, uh, 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 you shouldn't be doing that, Bob. <laughs> I, I think the great thing for him is that, you know, first of all, he pulls this off. Um, but by, the thing about the action that is so good to me is that it is realistic. You don't say, oh, that's an act, that's somebody else. When you're watching it, you're like, that's him. Yeah. I mean, not knowing that that was him, I thought that was him the whole time. Like, yeah, there was nothing. And then when I found out afterwards that he did all these stunts, and I was like, oh, even more so, that's why it's so believable and why the character really sells itself, you know, which is a, a, a statement to him. I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive. I think he trained for like a year to two years ahead of time before doing the movie. And I think you'd have his, to. One of his friends was like, you know, they have stuntmen to do that stuff. Yeah. 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 But, well, yeah. but you know, the thing is, is like, you know, if you can do it, it comes off looking more realistic. Oh, and absolutely. That's, it's just like, you know, having, you know, special effects. You it's know, like Keanu would do his own stuff for the most part. Right. In his yeah. Movies. Uh, and when you see just a bad stunt person and you're like, oh, they're wearing a wig. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. like padded or stuff. It can really pull you out of the the action of a movie. I, I agree 100%. It takes you out com- instantly. You're in the in the mood for what's going on. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, now I don't believe it. Right? Mm-hmm. And whether that's a small amount, I think that can happen in the slightest bit. But that's the difference between great movies and, you know, and and mediocre movies is just the slightest bit of whether you believe it or not. So, um, absolutely. Well, what was your favorite part of this movie? Because it, it is an action film. What do you think was, what was the thing that stood out to you the most besides the, the lovely dancing that we had from our, our, our wonderful Russian <laughs> and the, and the, uh, the terrible, terrible singing. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I enjoyed the burning of the Obshack, frankly. That yeah. was very satisfying to see all that go up in smoke. And then the dinner, the dinner that he has in the club. Well, he's there for the show. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's quite a show. It is. It is. <laughs> but that was, that was awesome. It's so weird for me, my favorite, because I absolutely love Bob Odenkirk. And I love this whole movie, but my favorite part is when uh, Christopher Lloyd, the first time he's really going nuts with his shotgun. And I have yeah. never seen such pure joy on somebody's face as he has. And I'm like, this is amazing. He's yeah. fairly old. He's a little bit old. Yeah. He's he was- no young cookie. I mean, he, he, he's moving around pretty well and doing, you know, do, and I love the scene when they, they come to kill him, you know? And, yes. And, and yes. The, uh, and he's like holding the guy's mouth closed. Oh, and the way oh. he grabs the gun and he you know, puts his finger over the back of the, you know, the, the trigger. Yep. And I mean, that's just, 
that was priceless to me. I was like, that's it was perfect. Awesome. He was because great. that's believable to me. That's believable. That could happen with someone. And that, you know, comes down to being smarter than the guy that's coming to Doesn't kill that you. happen every time you go into a retirement home? Ken? <laughs> yeah. Every time I go, they pull a gun on me for some reason. And well, like, leave me to the the I don't know what that's buddy. about. It's really, <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, I really liked the relationship with, uh, I, this is where I get confused. Is RZA playing his brother? Rizza. The Rizza. Rizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be his brother. Whether, I don't know if it was a. It's so bizarre out. because I didn't pick that up until one of the, like this time watching it. And I went, hold up. So he did bro- his brother? Yeah. yeah well, at one point, somebody picture. says that. Rizza. Yeah. I, there's well, a little I think picture the of them like his together. Brother. Yeah. And there's that picture, I think, that shows the two of them. Um, but, you know, I think that, that also again. was something different, too, you know, a twist in there. So, um, Oh, I'm totally down with it. Whatever yeah. it was, I, I did like their relationship. But and he was great. Christopher Lloyd, I, I thought they did a good job of making him look really old at, in the retirement home. But then at the end, when he was kind of like shooting, he kind of looked a little more like youthful, like he had some some energy to him. Yeah, yeah, some zest. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he didn't want to give it up. Well, apparently, I mean, Hutch didn't want to really give it up either, but he wanted her normal life at the same time. Just a taste, the normal life. Just, you know, a little bit, a little bit. Just a smidge. Right. I do Chase think that orderly guys. or whoever working at the retirement place was an idiot to think that the gun was on TV. I mean, yeah. Yeah. anyone can tell the difference between an actual gun and a gun on TV. Yeah, I don't know. I've woken up sometimes to phantom sounds that I thought were guns. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually I'm okay with his his thing. I'm just wondering about it's all not the, the blood same that as, must have been everywhere. It's not the same as gas, um, Patrick. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> no, I'm talking about now. This I don't fart myself awake. I use that to lull myself. Not to sleep. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not after that time. Um, <laughs> no, but I've had it where I woke up. And I thought I heard something really loud, like an explosion. And I like stay quiet for like 15 seconds. I'm like, okay, going crazy. Nothing's going on. <laughs> so if I had the TV. I like the sh- recording call. of the Sugar Hill Gang, you know, when they did their their raps song and they, you know, the gun goes off. If y'all know that, y'all don't know that probably, do you? No, we weren't I'm alive back you- then. I mean, I know the song. I don't know the story. <laughs> yeah, you should look it up. It's a good. Uh, it's a good thing. It actually, while they were recording, in the, in the next to the where they were recording, actual gun fired, and so it's in the in the actual tape. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can hear it. You know. Um. So, like, if you take the aspect of this film and you think about it, comparing it to something else other that we talked about, um, John Wick. John Wick. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else that you think that's in the same? genre as that with this kind of style because it has a, a little unique style to it R- wrong answers only right well that's i mean there can't be a you know uh the ten commandments <laughs> jurassic park yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of those are sir with love <laughs> so john wick is the only thing that you guys can think of that's in that well, now you're going to pull some Korean action. No, I think it's a lot like Die Hard. Like, you know. I mean, well, that's what I was going to say, but I mean, yeah. it's it has well, a Die Hard feel. John McClane didn't have like a past like that. Right. He just was a regular dude. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it they're kind of similar until you find out that he's not a regular dude. Right. 
Silent Night is more of a diehard movie than uh, Nobody. Silent, Silent Night, Night, Night. Silent Night. Violent Night. Violent Night. <laughs> Violent, yeah. The David Harbour movie. Yeah. The Santa Claus oh. movie. Oh, that's on my list of things to yeah. watch. Did we not do that on the podcast? No. <laughs> no, but we could. But we talked about it. We talked I about live it. I one of my multiverse lives, I think. You did I that on your so. other yeah, podcast. Yeah, I remember we did that <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. We did that Violent Night. That's wow, we that's do true. another podcast? and a, a, Well, I guess there's a million, and a me billion, and a, infinite multiverses. Me and so Anubis do our own podcast. Yeah. Awesome. We, and we drink tea. Well, it's not real tea, it's pretend tea out of teacups well, while we discuss movies. I mean, there's another multiverse where it is tea. And they and, and <laughs> listeners, they do let him out at the padded room once in a while too. So it's uh it's not just, you know, on the weekends. He gets some yard time. <laughs> so um the the um I Rest mean, of this, your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, give it's us so a little hard, bit. It's so hard to go Me. from that and, and switching gears where we're talking about something. You know, this is totally random, but Patrick brought up tea. Has anyone ever drank a hot tea or a hot drink on this podcast? I don't. I don't think anybody's done like a hot toddy or you know. Yeah, how many how many episodes have we had and no hot drinks? And the funny thing hey. is, uh, some friends just brought me back some uh, vanilla tea from Seychelles. Mm. And uh, but it's so fucking hot up here when I have to turn every fan off for this damn podcast because it makes noise. <laughs> Surprised you let me breathe. As long as you don't do it too close to the mic, yeah, yeah. Do that. By Scream Six on digital now, Ghostface is back and more terrifying than ever on the rampage in the Big Apple. Melissa Barrera, Gina Ortega, and Courtney Cox star in the sensational slasher hit Scream 6, directed by Matt Bettinelli, Olfen, and Tyler Gillett. Get over an hour of killer bonus content when you buy on digital. Available at participating retailers. Rated R. All right, so what did y'all think about his family? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I like the daughter a lot. Um, she like was so pure, so just like like a light in this dark, gritty movie. She's like this little ball of light that loves cats. Dad, I think we need a cat. You're right. I think we're. I think we need a cat. I love yeah. that little exchange between them. What he said. Yes. So nice. And I, right. I like it after he, you know, is in the kitchen and she comes and gives him a hug. And I thought that was a really nice little touch. Cause you, then you're all of a sudden it's like, this is real. Like, you know, this could happen kind of feel. Whereas if she just walks out then she's just like, he's that kind of the, she's the sympathy to him. You know, that's yeah. You know? She's the only one that's backing him up. Like right. I'm here for you. Like yeah. Like everybody else comes off as now. Now we know later on that the the wife knows the situation, right. and she was almost like, "Why didn't you?" She, even though she doesn't say that, and she doesn't go into that, but she had that side. What, what did you guys think? I like the, the brother movie? too because that was a very honest, very you know that kind of wise dad such a pussy because he yeah. had yeah. the dude down in like a chokehold on the floor. Yeah, that tackle was amazing. Was great tackle. And uh, yeah. you're kind of like, 
yeah, I, I would be pissed off if I was him too. And dad had a golf club. And, yeah, and, we had him. Yeah. We fucking had him. Yeah. So what was the true reason for letting him go then? Like if he's, let's say he was going to. It's not part of his new life. This is his new life. This is putting all that aside, all the violence. I mean, his instinct was to take that golf club and bash her brains in. And that's when you. You don't know that. You don't see that when it happens. And you don't see it till later on when he starts talking about the other guy that had stepped away from being this killer to having a real family and a life and all this. And then you start to understand that everything past you know going forward or in the beginning that he was thinking this way. but even on the first watch you know something's up because he had yeah. this he had that the the wife i guess dead to rights with that golf club and he had the look on his face like i gonna fuck her I got up you. and then his whole demeanor just changes and you're like okay all right Okay, all, all that's true, but that's it's not like the only two options are let them go and bash their brains in. Like he could have held them and called the police. Like what? What was the reasoning for just straight letting them go? Well, for one, I he, think he didn't want to involve the police. Probably. Right, that's a number one. Why you? If you're kind of trying to play, like you're not in in any records. You're not in any like this is your job is to basically not to be seen like you're trying to be completely um anonymous in a sense invisible yeah invisible so by doing the the you know the hitting them there is going to have to be either cops or he's going to have to dispose of the bodies one of the two right and you know and, and then he's also i i get this feeling that this has been hidden from the kids so they don't know this other side of dad you know he's this, you know, killer, and he wants to still come off as being, you know, a normal person Milk toast. to him. I'm All just right. your dad. Yes. By, by the end, I don't think that's um, the case anymore. How do you think they explain that to the kids? Well, I think then you got to definitely explain it to them. Oh, well, after know. the basement sequence, when they come up yeah. out of the basement, I, pr- I think the jig's pretty much up where you're just yeah. like, yeah. And he covers Even the though they do eyes. with the dog, yeah. yeah cover her eyes and but not the stuff. brother the brother gets to take it he in. gets to see it all like dad's bad yeah, yeah. Know, you, you, time for you to man up yeah, yeah you little yeah. squirt <laughs> you little pussy yeah <laughs> did you buy the the marital issues and the you know all of that 100 percent. i did because i think that he has changed who he is to be this person and that's not who he really is. So uh, consequently, that would affect the relationship. That, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Who you know, who he plays to her is the same thing. So it know, affects he's basically how he... becoming a vanilla, you know, uh, when he was, you know, the, the rainbow colored ice cream, you know, before. So poetic. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like, like Patrick, the rainbow ice cream. The fuck is that? What are you, what are you making, a, <laughs> making a little joke? Get jokes. Get jokes, Kent. Uh, Anubis, get me my golf club. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the flip side, you had her family who like pretty much thought they were emasculating this guy and that they were you know tougher than him and better than him. And then little did they know. Yeah, I love the little bar scene when they're outside and it's like, well, we really don't know who he is. <laughs> you know, at that point, it's like, oh, 
oh, okay, <laughs> this guy's something special. Like he's being protected by somebody, whether, you know, they don't know who, he, if it's secret service or if it's the mob. Right. But, you know, you found that out with the, the you know, the, the cash bar or something would be the case to drop that many gold bars onto the table. You know, that's some, that's, that's some money. Oh, is that her yeah. family? Is Michael Ironside her family? And that was, yeah. the, that was yes. her dad and her brother. Her dad and her brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, I live in- the guy with the mullet. I don't think yeah. they really sold that until later on. You found that out, but well, and plus uh, there were some deleted scenes that involved them. Right. There's a deleted scene that involved the barbershop guy, the barber, as they call it. Oh, right? that was a good scene. Yeah, yeah. the barber shows up later, and he might be the one who. Do you know the guy who's at? Uh, I, I don't know if it's like the CIA. It's one of the three letter organizations that the Russian girl gets to look up who Hutch is. Mm -hmm. There's a scene that was deleted. That was the barber actually calling that little bald headed guy. who looks like the Dean from community. Uh, (laughs) I think he was in community. I think he played the fake Dean. Maybe he he came right. It's the, it's the, the, the black guy that comes and talks to them outside the bar, right. he goes to him. Oh, I was calling him the barber because he was in the barber yeah. shop. He, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he comes to the, the FBI agent and basically says, this never happened. Right. And you know, like, do you know who I am? And then he's like, no, he's like, basically takes over that. That's a really, I don't know if you watch it on the behind the scenes on the, on the Blu-ray, it's really, it's a really cool scene. I, I kind of wish it would have been in there. And it started fleshing it, it out almost like that. You know how John Wick has Winston at the, mm-hmm. uh, at the continental yeah. is this guy who like is a manipulator and stuff like that. And it's Ian McShane. So he's fucking awesome. Just for, I love, I love Ian McShane. So do I. And Lance yeah. Reddick, rest in peace. Oh, miss you, Lance. Yeah, fringe. Mm. But uh, it felt like they were fleshing out a little bit the little world of nobody in a wick way. A wick way? You know what I mean? A wick way? By the way, that was the, the fake Dean, the doppel Dean. That's awesome. J- JP <laughs> Menno. That is awesome. Doppel Deaner. Doppel <laughs> Uh, what else you guys got? Um, so Squeaker. When they planned this movie, did they plan this to be a series? Like, are we expecting sequels? Or? I think they. Well, I think it's set it. up for that. It, yeah, it is. Yes. Kind of and there up. is talk, but I don't know that that will happen. Um, uh, if I was Bob, I'd be tired right now. I mean, the man had a heart attack, so I don't know if he yeah. has to get right back in the saddle and do another. Especially, you know, with movie. all the. Yeah, the action. And he's got Lucky Hank going on. Yeah, he has Lucky Hank going on. So keeps going. You never know. What's that about? Is it more relaxed? Is that is that no action? He's like the dean of a department in college. Yeah. Oh, a double deaner? Not a double deaner. (laughs) At least not the first episode. Dean going to come up today? I know. Like, who's ever even said the word dean? In the last couple years, and all of a sudden, it's like dean, dean, dean. Is there a is there actual dean of a department? There's a dean of the school, but is there a dean of the dean of each each department? I think. Yeah, yeah. I had an uncle dean. We had one in the. I had an uncle dean. Yeah, but yeah, he plays the dean. I can't remember what he teaches though. Is it history or? I fucking don't know. Uh, He's an English teacher in it. So he's the dean of the English department because the whole first 
episode, which you guys haven't seen, spoiler alert, is they try to get him overthrown as dean of the English department, and he yeah bastards yeah. You've been listening to Dean Talk. Next week, <laughs> coming up is our special guest, Dean Kane. <laughs> so what was your uh, favorite fight scene in this movie? Because this is an action film. Um, how about you, Laura? Which, which scene would you think would be yours? I I gotta say I think the they were all my favorite. I I can't I can't choose one, and I do oh, like God. the car chases as well. But the the scene on the bus, the very first like real action sequence, is so brutal. It's just like oh, like I I physically said out loud oh like m- several times during that fight, and I feel like that's effective choreography and 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 good stunt work by Bob Odenkirk. Yes. Uh, Patrick, how about yourself? Uh, I'm going to go with the climactic factory battle. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's just awesome. There's so much shit going on. And when uh, Rizza takes out out the three guys with one shot. So great. And then later on, uh, after the credits, when Christopher Lloyd brings it up, goes three guys. I don't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carlisle, how about you? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I did have a bit of an issue with the final fight. I think you saw um, Hutch like set up all that stuff once he bought that place. Like he set up all the traps, and then once Riza and Chris Lloyd got there, they like seemed to know where they all were, and they were like shooting the things that Hutch had set up. How did they know? They weren't there when he set it. It's up. standard. They all worked for the same organization. Yeah. Yeah. Standard traps. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's placement of certain things. I, I, I honestly didn't expect Kent and Laura to agree with me that quickly. That was all I could come up with. <laughs> that's actually were, one of the things they, they talk totally about. On board, but they all work for the same organization, so I don't think it's that weird that they would go, oh, don't fucking go towards those tubes with the massive rods in them. <laughs> that was one of the things they talk about on the DVD with the director and with uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, is that... That was the situation that these guys knew so much about each other, knew so much about all these things that they knew where all the little places would be set. Now, I have a little problem with that aspect of it because I think that you, if that's the case, then so does the next group coming in, right? So I can understand that side of your, uh, your dispute on this uh, squeaker. I also don't know that any of them were realistic fights. Like, sure, choreography was good, but I mean, it, they were not believable fights. I I, I can agree with that because, like, it t- it sure would take a lot of force to bust the pipe off of the bus and hit somebody in the face with it. Like. Yep. Like it's you wouldn't just be able to be like, all right, I'm going to kick this a little bit and rip it off and beat you in the face. Yeah, because in speed, he couldn't like break that one pole that Sandra Bullock was handcuffed to. Oh, that was a mm-hmm. subway. That's actually subway. I love speed. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have any issues with speed. Great movie. Are hey, you serious? Next next wow. podcast. I mean, I love speed. speed, but I can pick it apart in a minute. There's nothing believable. Well, sure, about that there's movie. stuff to pick apart, but it's it's more fun. 
Six oh. million movies out there, and we finally found one. <laughs> That's in Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Oh, a classic. A classic. And Bats. <laughs> so my, my favorite scene in this one, I think, was the first scene. I, I love that fight scene. And, and I like the fact that he takes the, the driver off the bus and, and you know, takes her phone. back on, takes her phone. Yeah, that whole aspect of it. And then, you know, gets thrown out and then gets back on the bus. You know, that kind of aspect of it sort of, uh, uh, you know, sort of like, hey, this is going to, we're going to finish this thing. Yeah, he's enjoying the whole process. Right. Like the beating and the getting beaten. Right. Yeah, it's almost like he wants to get some, you know, to be hit. Yeah, to, give to me get, a challenge. Yeah. Um, which that might have been a little, I don't think anybody really wants to get hit. Um, well, he'd been out of the game for, I mean, how many years? Yeah. How old was his sons? Like 16? And so, some people are into that. That's what gets them fired up. You know? um, yeah. I, I know somebody that's like that and you would be sparring with them and, it, and it took that one hit that really pushed him to the next level. The next thing you know, he was beating the fool out of you. And just, you know, so, uh, I understand that side of it. And there is people that are like that. So, so it's believable. So, you know, I might be out on my own in outer space with this one, but um, <laughs> I think to me, it didn't feel like an authentic story. And then I just happened to think of this. I think it feels more like everything that happens is like, Oh, cause this is what's supposed to happen in movies like this. Nothing feels like fresh or like all that. And not, not that every movie needs to be new and, and interesting in a different way, but it feels almost like textbook, this style of movie. Yeah. I think that, you know, I, I know that like the one situation where the gun gets thrown in the fi- you know kind of final scene, they throw the gun, you know, and the gun comes in and he grabs it. Uh, you know, that to me was a little trying to push outside the box. Um, and I think it didn't work and I don't think they needed it. Um, but I thought everything else was believable throughout. So, and that's what you want. And I thought it was fun to watch, to see these, you know, these guys taken on now, whether it would actually happen that way in real life. I mean, come on, you're going to be in a fight with 20 guys and you don't get a, a prime example, the bomb at the very end, that bomb would have blown through that other side. Like it wouldn't just kicked only Ford. So yes, it did knock him down and you know, all that kind of stuff. But that was, you know, that was a little far fetched, but you know, at that point, Hey, you're in it. I'm in it. I'm biting it. I'm going to go. I I, I can see it. I think it's a well done homage to the genre. That's a good point. I don't know if it's an homage though. It's almost just like a cut and paste. Like this is again, it's like, I don't think anything surprised me. It's like, oh yeah, that's what's supposed to happen in a movie like this. He's an old guy, all right. I'm too old for this. <laughs> so Getting too old for this shit. So, did you just not believe it because he's an old guy and you didn't think he could um, go in there and kick these guys' ass? No, no if, none of that bothers me. I'm coming over to your place right now. We're gonna <laughs> get on this. All of us. <laughs> all of us. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I, it wasn't that part of it. It was just that. I don't know. It it just didn't feel like anything like we've seen these movies. 
Well, did you think that you were going into some Academy Award winning? I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know anything <laughs> about this movie. I didn't watch a trailer. I, didn't, I was oh, I went in oh. completely blind. Yeah, oh. it came out blind. So yeah, anyway, so <laughs> um, but I mean, I I get some points what you're saying because I could see where it would be if you watch it and you don't buy into the fact in the beginning, you don't buy into the story, and that would take you out of the story. It's not an intellectual movie. I thought what caught my attention early watching it was the edits in the very beginning. I love the edits. I love the whole start out with him being very methodical, very boring, very repetitive over and over again, doing the same thing, basically, you know, just. Yeah. Not just the repetition of the days, but then like the more repetition of the days, like you thought, well, I'll get a week of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but then you have, Shit, there's it's Monday again. Oh my god, it's the Tuesday, Thursday. Oh, I'm like, oh shit. It's like you go through a whole month of that. Right. Like and that's mundane. I will say this. He has a horrible memory when it comes to taking the trash out. I mean, they must have like a huge backlog of trash at their house. I was thinking the same thing, and I was thinking, like, why doesn't he take it out the night before? If he has so much trouble remembering it in the morning, take it out the night before. That's what I do. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, you know, sometimes these home, you know, organizations have all kinds of crazy things in there. So that's true. Mine does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out Woodbury. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> Patrick is Patrick still with us? That's can you can hear me as the crickets go. <laughs> we can hear you. Um. HOA. HOA. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's um, what it I is. thought it was interesting. That, HOA? Yeah. HOA. It's like RZA is RZA. <laughs> HOA is HOA. Um, HOA. I was found it interesting that Bob Odenkirk's had two home invasions. <gasps> yeah. That kind of gave him the idea for this because it's oh. like, dude needs some fucking CPI or something. I think. For right. real. I bet he has it now. Yeah. I hope so. so. Yeah, nobody likes to get broke into. That's for mm-hmm. sure. No, no, not at all. I've had one, and that's enough. Never would I want that again. So, but you do the things to protect that too, you know. And that's how so you I, met Patrick. So you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Well, it was night. a little weird because I came in, and you know. Well, anyway, we won't go there. But uh, no, yeah. please do. I'm, okay. interested, Patrick, Patrick, I'm interested in finding out. Patrick was there, you know. He was Did laying, I mix? Laying I on the bed. The <laughs> he was laying on the bed, enjoying uh, the dogs. And uh, oh Did I Jackson Pollock all over your, your bedroom or something? Oh, what happened? Wow. Well, not until oh, we that. didn't realize that until after the black lights hit it. But then we did understand it that way. Which point. is weird that you have black lights. But well, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's exciting, you know. Like Got to look for plaque on your teeth somehow. Yeah, and and, and if you want to feel like you're an avatar, so um, you can have that. What it was that a movie? Yeah, yeah, that movie. That, <laughs> Never seen it. Don't yeah. know what you're talking about. So anyway, this kind of leads us into what you guys been watching lately. <laughs> Patrick, what's been on your uh, agenda lately? By the way, let's you know, because let's get down to what movies have you been watching? Lately? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you my agenda. Uh, 
it's weird. I've been going back and watching field movies that make me feel good, probably because I was sick for a week and I was like, I'm going to watch it just weird. Well, Whiplash, one of Squeaker's favorite of movies. Of course. We watched that. We watched in Inception, mm-hmm, all my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I started watching like, I fell down the comedy rabbit hole and I don't watch a lot of comedies. And I went back and watched uh, Back to School. Nice. And followed it up with Airplane and Airplane yes. 2. Yes. So that was kind of fun because it's just very out of, I don't watch many comedies at all. So it was a good time, good time. But I haven't really watched many new movies. I've been, uh, I've been a uh, slacker. I want to see Babylon, but yeah, me too. But, I, I but it's like four days long. It's <laughs> like fucking crazy runtime on that. Uh, yeah. And I haven't even, oh, I watched that Rob Lowe new show, Unstable on netflix how, how is, is that it? yeah, it's cute it's easily watchable it's uh you're not gonna walk away from it going like wow i have a different perspective on life you're just either gonna chuckle a couple times and just be happy at that D- does he play a rob Lowe character he plays kind of a uh, a genius who's kind of lost his shit and who owns a tech company and they're under pressure to come out with the next big thing. <laughs> his son shows up played by his actual son. And, uh, <laughs> so it's fun. It's if you need something, uh, if you've had a rough day at work and you're like, I don't want to think for 23 minutes, then it's perfect. Nice. It's perfect. Perfect. Squeaker, what have you been watching? Um, so I watched, let's see, I saw the newest Scream, Scream 6. Oh, how was it? Oh, yeah. Ooh. I think it was probably the my least favorite Scream movie. But I mean, Ooh. you know, it's like you kind of know what to expect from a Scream movie at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm two Screams behind. That sounded weird, but I'm two, scream- <laughs> <laughs> I'm two Scream movies behind. I didn't Get see the, the reboot, not the reboot, but the reunion one they did before this one. Reunion. It's all new characters. Oh, uh, yes, there was. I know which. Uh, what do you, What else are you watching, Squeaker? Was that it? Um, Scream. Well, yeah. That over and there, over there was one performance in Scream that I really hated. Um, Who was it? I, Names. Um, I'm not going to say. Um, oh come on! But type um, it. Type it into our chat. <laughs> yeah. Whisper it in our ear. Whisper it. Um, but no, what what else? About, I've been watching some TV shows. I started Yellow Jackets. Have you watch that? Oh, I heard that's really good. I don't watch it, but I hear it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I get the showtime. I like most most of the people in it, so it's a good one. Um, watching a series called I Love That For You. Anyone heard of that one? <laughs> that sounds fun. Made up. You made that one up. <laughs> I was like, what can I say that sounds like a TV show? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live. It's her and Molly Shannon. Oh. And Jennifer Lewis. I don't know if you know. Okay. Uh, but it's it's fun. It's a fun show. Um yeah, some other random ones. That's about that's about it. It's been months since our last podcast and we've <laughs> watched nothing. Well, we've, you know what's we've bad? abandoned movies. So I think like, the, yeah. these Laura, days I, what I have just you been watching. I go through everything so quick that it's like I just forget. It's just like ha- mindlessly go through, li- watch it, and then it's like, well, on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, and then I it's just gone. can't remember. That's yeah. what they want you to do. That's what the man wants you to do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You're falling into the trap. Yeah, <laughs> distraction. 
Laura, what you been watching? What you been watching? So um, I watched Nobody. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Oh, uh, it was really, really good. Um, oh, it speaks very highly of that. I, <laughs> I have been watching a lot of old Sherlock Holmes and um, Columbo because I likes the mysteries. Uh, but we started a new show last night called The Power. And it's about 16-year-old girls get the power to electrocute people with their hands. Oh, God. <laughs> and I story. am digging it. Oh, it wow. Is... What is this on? What platform? It's on Prime. Prime. Yes, Prime. Tony Collette? Okay. Optimus yeah. Prime. It's real fun. I've only watched one episode, but so far, so good. Really fun. John Leguizamo, Eddie Marsden. That's a good cast. Yeah. yeah. That is a good cast. Oh, Kent, do you know what I watched for the first time? What? Chaplin. Oh, oh, I saw that in the theater. That's the yeah. first time you watched that? What? Never saw it. And uh, I don't know why I saw it. Maybe after back to school. Because you had three hours to kill? Because Maybe because after back to school, I went, I need to see more Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. But, but more serious Robert Downey Jr. I, I literally do that. I will find one of the smallest characters in a movie and go, I need to watch another one of their movies. <laughs> yeah, because in Back to School, he's in it for like a minute and a half. No, he's maybe? got like he's got like five scenes. He's got some scenes with uh Bert. With Bert. Yeah. Uh what's his name? Bert Young? No, Bert. Uh, uh Rocky's it's been so long brother-in-law. Been yeah, but what's his I name? I think it's Bert, isn't it Bert Young? Maybe. Mm. All right. But that's he has a to him. Quicker to look that one up for us. I think he is. It's hard to tell because he's an astronaut. And, uh, <laughs> he's in space. Well, any other anything else you've seen? What, what have you been watching? Yeah, what, Ken? What, what, you, what you been watching, Ken? What, what you oh, watch? Well, I've been in this kind of like going down the rabbit hole, also, but like into older movies and going back and watching some things that I'd seen, but you know, probably watched them when I was younger. So I, I, I watched just recently a copycat with like Sigourney Weaver. Oh, uh, I saw Holly that Hunter. in the theater. Nice. Yeah. And, and it really held up and I was impressed. Cause you know, sometimes when you watch something back then, you know, it's like, doesn't have the same feel. Right. Um, I wouldn't it, think that that would be one that held up. It did. And it held up. It was, it was really good. And like Holly Hunter is great in it. She's, she's really good in it. It's like one of the better ones that I can remember that she's, I mean, she's always pretty good. in she is good. Roles, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I fought this one. This was one that I had to fight myself to watch, uh, was, well, you have to understand why, uh, a man called Otto. Uh, oh, you oh, did watch it. I was going to ask you if you had seen so, it. You know, I saw the original Man Called Uve, and I turned Patrick on to it, and uh, yeah, I loved it. Loved that one. It's a really good and, movie. Yeah, and then I watched this one, and I thoroughly enjoyed this one. I'm not sure which one I like better. I think I like oh, okay. a Man Called Uve better. Yeah, um, but you didn't hate this one, so that's a I good did not sign. hate this one, and for a remake, that's that's pretty good because you know sometimes you can ruin something. I mean, there's some parts of this that are better, like. Um, I can't remember what her name is. That plays the, the, the happy sort of neighbor, the, the happy neighbor, but yeah. she does a really good job in it. And, oh, and good. Maybe I'll check. And it then out. Tom Hanks does a great job in it. I didn't he's, think he's I not would. in a fat suit in this one. Is he? No, he's not in a fat. Then suit. I'll watch it. Yeah. He, he plays it really well and he plays it very simple and, and it just, it plays really well. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was funny because my wife was watching it while 
she was eating. So she was at the table eating and, and watching it. And I, I kind of about, I was like, you're going to like this. You know, she's like, okay, right. You know, and she hadn't seen a man called Uve. Oh, okay. Um, and so she's watching it for the first time. And I look over and she's bawling like through it. I mean, just bawling. And then I'd look back and then I'd be like, okay, no, she's going to be all right. Nope. She's bawling in another scene. It's, <laughs> It, it it has a lot of good strings that it pulls. And all right. It's, uh, it's worth watching, I think. I think people that have seen, probably not many people have seen A Man Called Uwe, of course, but um, which is, a I think, a Swedish version. Is that right, Patrick? That's, uh, yeah, I get, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I get all my Swedish or Finnish. Nordic, or, I get yeah, all my Nordic countries confused. There are, but anyway, I enjoyed that a lot. And then, Good, good, good. I want to check uh, that out. Did movie, you see I, Babylon? No. I have not seen it yet. I do. I want to see it. So oh, bad. we didn't talk it. All right. When you finish what you've watched, yeah. we'll briefly talk about the Oscars. Yeah. 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 We could do that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bodies, 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 which has people oh, in it. I want to see that. I, very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Um, there were some things about it. I really liked the way it was shot and the cinematography in it. And, uh, uh, but, uh, but I enjoyed the concept of it and it was simple a very simple, well-told story in very minute locations, which is uh, so hard to do and, and so. What do you mean, like little tiny? Well, they just didn't have a lot places. of locations, so it was all like oh, okay. basically in a house. Uh, most of it takes place or in this house, so it was kind of neat to see something like that and to see how it worked, and it worked very well. With um, lots of bodies, bodies, bodies. I don't want to give away too much because I think it's a movie. If you, <laughs> if you yes. give too many little, there is a lot of bodies in it. If you give away too many things in it, you know, it can kind of go. Don't um, give away too many bodies. Speaker yeah. won't watch it then. And then, <laughs> and then, and for TV, I, I've been watching Dave. It just came back on, um, and I just love it. That show is so funny and so original, and just this season's really got a, an interesting twist to it. So. I haven't started that one this season yet. I've, I love the first two seasons. I've yeah. never watched it, so I don't really know what oh you're my talking God. about. Wait, what's Dave? You got to tell us. Okay. It's, a, it's about a Jewish rapper. Oh. And uh, Little Dicky. And oh. it is. It's about Little Dicky? It's about Little Dicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who plays yeah. him? Little Dicky. All right. He actually plays it, Little Dave. Why is it called Dave, and why isn't it called Little Dicky? I don't know. His re- that's his real name. That's Dave. his real name is Dave. Yeah. Yeah, but. It's really funny. It is some of the best written stuff and most. Ex- I've it, watched half an episode of. Can't, that. You got to start and just start with it and stay with it because I promise you, you will lose. You're not your the mind. boss of me. I don't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. His what, real what, name is Dave Bird. It? Yeah. It's on Hulu. It's, it's on Hulu and it's on, it's a FX show. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if we ever talked about it, Kent. I thought that second season finale was. Just like incredible. Yeah. I well, it was I think one the, of the best season finales I've seen in a comedy show. Yeah. Well, I, I'll just say, and it's still going on, but the first two episodes of the, the season three are the best that I've seen so far. Wow. Gata. That, that Gata is, Gata a, is awesome. Is a heck yeah. of a character. So good. <laughs> we love Gata Laura and I are sitting over here pulling our puds, <laughs> not knowing yeah. what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Do you guys watch mm-hmm. Succession? Yeah, I watched, I, I'm not caught up on this season. I've tried so many times to get into that show, and I'm just like, oh, it's white people talking. I gave up. I mean, I think talking. it's I think it's entertaining. It just doesn't blow me away, and and some people just love it, like they absolutely I love like it. Like the award shows. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it just doesn't. I don't know. I think it gets a little repetitive. Like, every, yes. it seems like every other episode is like, who's it going to be this time? Is yeah, it somebody's I don't know. Is somebody, it you know. No. Yeah. I have yeah. so much trouble watching shows about like either rich, like entitled people or douche politicians because I could yes. just get that on the news. Oh, right. then you must love uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. I have not seen that. What is it on Peacock? It's on Peacock. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the Peacock. It's uh, it's really good, but it's full of um, rich folks and politicians, and um, people are just dying left and right. There's okay. so much death on that show. It's Isn't like uh, it's like I didn't get into Ozark either. I was just like, these are just bad people. Why would I watch a show about bad people? And somebody's like, yeah. it's cathartic. I'm like, it's not cathartic. It's just bad people. They're just they, bad people. They're bad yeah. from the beginning. At least Breaking Bad, he breaks bad. It's built into the title. Yeah. 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 Ozark is like we're bad the whole time, and then we have a lame finale. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that lame. <clears throat> a little bit lame. No comeuppance. Ooh. Come on, come on. I want to see justice. Justice. Little uh, justice. Little justice. So Oscars. Anybody? Ooh, that's pretty kid. Okay, I didn't think anyone else watched it besides me. So yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it. I have I, how I felt about it right yeah. there. I mean, I, I watched it. It was entertaining. It was fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think they. I think they became. I don't know. There's the picks. You know, as we always talk about, like sometimes they don't pick what you know is the best movie in in the case, and sometimes, and I think they missed on a couple of things. But I also think the even the selections they missed on some things. Should have been some other films in it that were kind of looked over, and so. I was okay with it. Everything I thought would win, well, pretty much that we all thought would. win. It was very uh, predictable. It was very predictable. It was very uh, everything everywhere year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as everything everywhere won its first award, I went, okay, it's them. It's that right? Because did you think, uh, let me ask this: Did you think that was the best film of this of the year? I did, but if Banshees of Inisherin had won. I would have been completely cool with that too, because I really enjoyed that movie. I thought that was a great movie. Uh, have you seen Fableman yet? The Fableman. I did. It was good. Yeah. It, I, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, didn't resonate. It didn't resonate with me the way it did with yeah. you, because you were like, "It's fucking." I just. I, yeah. I soiled I myself. Band. I soiled myself. <laughs> it was so good. At the end of the Fablemans, when I watched it, I didn't soil anyone. Well, I, I think, <laughs> I think about going over to Carlisle's and soiling him. But, so I've watched it. I watched it three <laughs> times now, and it gets better each time. I mean, I it's a good movie. It's just uh, the nuances of it, you know. Yeah, but I didn't care about the nuances so much. I was like, it's not. It's not something that when I finished watching it, I went, "God damn, I'll watch that again." Right. Like the Prestige. Have you ever seen the Prestige? Oh yeah. yeah. But the credits weren't even over, and I went, "I got to see this again." Yeah. Yep. Same. I got to see it. I got to. I got to understand everything. Yeah. Oh, and something weird. So I'm watching Inception for what the 500th time uh, a week ago, and still picking up stuff that I didn't pick up from before. Like I didn't realize. I, I sometimes always missed that Inception was created by the military because they just drop that line real fast and keep talking. And I went, "Oh, yeah, okay." So you still do pick up stuff, but there's movies I don't care yeah. about enough where I want to pick up anything else. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them like that, right? There's some movies you just yeah. want to watch, you want to put it on and just kind of like in the background and watch it, right? You oh, absolutely. absolutely. And then there's others you want to sit down and, and just sort of study almost and, you know, 
you watch and you pick up different things each time you you know watch it. Uh, and and there's movies that are so deep that you pick up you know pieces of them like that. So yes, you know, I'm wondering what those movies are for uh, Squeaker. Um, yeah. So I love a lot of movies. I just uh, I've never done a podcast on any of them. <laughs> Maybe next time we did one. We did one one that you were you were a fan of. Which Boogie one Nights? was it? A music movie. It was Boogie Nights? Oh, oh, almost did famous. We do, did we do almost famous? Almost was, famous. See, yeah. I forgot about that. That's probably my favorite movie. Yeah. 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 You said it was your favorite movie, um, but he almost forgot about it. it. I'm like Patrick. I just don't know what we've done and haven't done. I know. So I guess we need to just start stepping out. So look, if you're listening and if you've stayed on this long, uh, we are super (laughs) thankful. It's sorry. Uh, Bless you. We're so sorry. Not not all of us have even made it to the end of this. Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple of us falling asleep in the middle of it. Um, But if you have, let us know what you want us to, you know, do a podcast on. Like, yeah, just up on Facebook. Yeah, go on Facebook and uh, or Twitter or any of those kind of Instagram or whatever. Say, hey, why haven't you done this? You know. Yeah. Yeah, let us know, and uh, you know we'll put it into the mix possibly, and uh, yeah, throw it in there. Or not. Anyway, or not, <laughs> or not. <laughs> we're, we're we're not bound by any contract, but we will listen. So I, and, I will say this: lo- we are lo- there for you. Love or hate, I'm glad I watch all these movies because it, you know, it expands. You get to learn different things. Even when you don't like something, you can learn from it and and kind of. That's true. That's out. that's a really good observation, um, because I think oh each time God, you that's the gayest thing. Oh my! I'm trying God. to redeem myself. All right. No, he's I'm being surprised. There's not a baby suckling at your teat right now. That was so not squeaker like. <laughs> Well, look, every nobody oh, here, is, every every film that we've done, nobody's liked every one of them. Uh, so we've had some films that people didn't care for or whatever. But, you know, the thing is, is if you can learn and, and to look at and appreciate, it's like art. Um, you know, if you can keep looking at it sooner or later, maybe it starts to, you know, become more real for you. And you pick up something that you didn't know and you learn something maybe about life or or all different aspects. And, you know, and I find that out with, you know, films, you know, we did the, this last passport and put it out on YouTube now. And, and it's just crazy. There was people watching and some people it resonates like seriously, they're like all in and other people, it might not resonate with them. So, um, you know, those are the things. So it's just a, you know, it's a good two two sleep movie at least. So the, the beauty of film. That's right. What'd you call it? A two sleep? <laughs> two sleep movie, yeah. You can you can get two good naps out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what he was saying about that either. <laughs> I can say that. So anyway, this has been fun. And hey, we thank you for listening. And uh make sure to check out some of our others and rate and review and subscribe and send us a message. And send us some messages and let us know what's going on. So that really helps us to understand what we need to do and and uh um, as we keep moving forward and you know we're now we're putting starting to release some of the older episodes with on youtube so you want to get on there and check those out um and uh, uh and apparently you can watch the last passport on yeah line on the that's YouTube. right you can watch mike you can watch yeah you can watch mike you little can watch package yeah. little packages out there so all those movies at, uh, are out there floating Spooker's around little package yeah, yeah. You can watch some of patrick's home movies yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Heading into dangerous territory now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, anyway, thanks a lot. <laughs> and uh, before this goes into X-rated, uh, we want to thank you for being here and, and listening. And from all of us, we, uh, we love you. Thank you. Bye. See ya. <laughs> like having a drink and talking films? Yup. The Adult Beverage Film Podcast is your go-to podcast. Hey, Scott. Join the conversation and listen to film industry producers, actors, directors, writers share all of their experiences in the film industry. Expand your mind into films you've already seen. Plus, find new films to watch in the future. Visit adultbeverage.net or go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Adult Beverage Film Podcast episodes today.